Hey love, welcome to Her Promise Circle podcast, a safe space to come as you are to receive the word you need to help you continue on your journey to healing, growth, and walking confidently into God's purpose for your life. It's full of all the things that you'll need to live boldly as the woman God created you to be. I'm your host and founder of Her Promise Circle, Mikkel. Get connected, let us support you where you are right now and where you're going. Welcome back to the Her Promise Circle podcast. I'm your host, Mikkel. I'm the founder and CEO of Her Promise Circle, a women's wellness community that is faith-based, focused on providing a safe space for women to come to grow, learn, and support each other and celebrate who we are as we are now and where we're going. Thank you for tuning in. Today is going to be a more lighthearted topic. <laughs> now, nah, y'all know I have a message, I hope, but my delivery, if you're new here, I'm just straight up with it, okay? I'm just, your girl's just going to tell you what it is, how it is. So I give big sister energy all day long. So if you like that, welcome and you're going to stay. If you don't like that, sis, sometimes you need that. It's all out of love. It's just tough love because I want to see you become the woman that God has created you to be. And honestly, that's how I respond. <laughs> Your girl is hard-headed. Your girl is stubborn. Sometimes she just needs someone to be like, girl, you have really big things ahead of you. And if you don't crack down and get serious, then you won't out on it like sometimes I just need someone to be straight up and real with me and so that's my delivery that's my disclaimer for the episode okay I don't know to me it seems like a more lighthearted episode but we're gonna see <laughs> so welcome if you're new here you're probably afraid now to listen but girl stay tuned if you are a regular girly get strapped in I hope you drank your water today I hope you listened to me last week when we were talking about learning and growing beyond things in our past have you made any changes? Was there anything that came to mind that you needed to remove from your past last week when we discussed it? Have we taken those steps? And I think this episode is a great next discussion based on what we talked about last week, which was stop dwelling on the past, be released from the change of your chains of your past so God can take you into your future because he says that he has plans to prosper us. He says that he has a future and a hope for us. And I believe him. Girl, I'm just to the point where I believe him. I feel like kicking and screaming and fighting and holding on to things that he is not putting into my life has only caused me pain, stress, and drama that I don't need. Okay. I don't need it. I don't need it. And your girl is tired. Okay. Oftentimes when you get exhausted or you're feeling burnt out, it's because you're fighting the path of least resistance, which is God's way. <laughs> it's because you're either clinging on to something that you have already made plans for that you don't want to let go of, or you're trying to be prideful. You're not trying to be prideful. You are prideful and you have decided in your head that you want to do things a certain way. You have seen and planned things a certain way in your timing, in your way. And God says in the word, my thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are higher than your ways. And oftentimes we're limiting what he actually wants to be preparing us for. We're limiting him 
in the way that he wants to move in our lives because we see one thing and we're so focused on that one thing and when that one thing doesn't come we're disappointed and we're let down and we're experiencing a sick heart from a lack of hope right and I have just learned that if I relax let go of what I see and and really put my expectation and hope in the fact of what I know about God. And so I hope this helps you today in experiencing a lack of hope. If you've been experiencing expectations that are low for yourself, it's almost as if us as women believe great things for our friends and our, and our family and celebrities and strangers. For those around us, we're like, wow, good job. We wish you well. You are blessed. And you're speaking life into other people, but when it comes to you, it's almost as if you've given up hope in what God has for you. It's a good thing that you can't believe what God could do for you because it means that only he can do it. However, today we're going to start meeting him in faith, in our expectation, and in our hope of what he has planned for us. Since you're a queen... You're a daughter of Christ. You're a daughter of God. Okay? You're an heir of Christ. And I feel like once we start believing that, once we understand the character of God, we can pretty much live life in a way that is sturdy and sound. And we find that peace that surpasses understanding. We find that rest. We take on his yoke for it is light. We are able to rejoice in our trials because if once you know who God is and you are sure of it because he has proven it faithful to you, that peace comes. You are sturdy, like I said, in trials. You're unshakable. Because as you go through this walk with Christ, girl, and as you go through trials and tribulations and tests and grief and process and breakups and heartache and pain, as you go through it, but going through it with God, he proves himself faithful over and over again. And after a while, you start to loosen those reins because a lot of us have been hurt in the past. A lot of us have been betrayed. A lot of us have only had ourselves to depend on. A lot of us don't even trust ourselves, to be honest, because we've made bad decisions in the past. We've gotten ourselves in trouble and now we don't trust ourselves. That's why you're indecisive. I know, deep. But because we are so used to relying on ourselves, like, I got it, no new friends, it's me, on my own, I'm an independent woman, I'm strong, I'm afraid to look weak, blah, 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 blah over it we're not doing that anymore it's tired it's ugly it's exhausting we're coming out of that and we're entering our soft royal era in christ okay that's my phone case right now i'll put the link in the bio if y'all want it okay he comes in white and black entering my soft royal era in christ once you are allowed to be a woman in the presence of god life gets more fuller and joyful and peaceful because you're able to rest you're able to rest in him and just believe. Unbelief causes double-mindedness. Unbelief causes chaos and fear and confusion. Unbelief causes a space in your life 
where the enemy can play or implant lies that you tend to believe? Why is it easier for you to believe that something bad is going to happen when you get happy than God has something great planned for you in your future despite the pain you've been through? And it's like once we understand who God is, we can enter that rest. Let's read Romans 12 and 12. It says, We are constantly rejoicing in hope because of our confidence in Christ, steadfast and patient in distress, devoted to prayer, continually seeking wisdom, guidance, and strength. If you are an anxiety girly, let me address something to you. Prayer becomes the most important thing in your life because once you start putting into practice what the Bible says about anxiety, you will pray more than you ever have. What am I referring to? Let's go to it. Philippians 4, 6, and 7 says, Do not be anxious or worried about anything, but in everything, in every circumstance and situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, continue to make your specific requests known to God. And the peace of God, that peace which reassures the heart, that peace which re which transcends all understanding, that peace which stands guard over your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ is yours. Peace is your portion, babes. And that's just one verse that tells you that it is. Like I said, once you know who God is and you believe him, then you enter rest, then you enter peace, then you enter the sturdiness, the, the unwavering faith in God. And because of it, your life becomes fuller and more whole and you feel more fulfilled because you're not walking through life panicking and worrying about the future you're focused on the present moment and what god has for you in this day in the bible it says today comes with its own troubles so why are you worried and looking and thinking ahead okay that's paraphrasing but that's what it says and it's like every day is its own thing why are you looking towards the future for new, new things to worry about most of the time we're stressed out about things that never even happen or will happen and the enemy is able to rob us of our peace because he knows you're prone to thinking, all I got to do is place one little seed. And then the rest is up to you. You just start overthinking everything. The best book that helped me with this was Dr. Anita's The Garden Within, her newest book. And it helps you understand how to control your thoughts based on your body and how you're feeling. And it's amazing. It's so good. It stops you from spiraling if you're an anxiety-prone girly. That verse, Romans 12 and 12, says constantly rejoicing in hope. We're steadfast and patient in distress because we're devoted to prayer, continually seeking wisdom, guidance, and strength. And where it says in Philippians 4, 6, and 7, like I said, for my anxiety girlies, prayer would be part of your daily life if you truly believed what this verse was saying. Don't be anxious or worried about anything, but in every circumstance, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving because you have to remain grateful. Yes, you're having car trouble, but thank God you have a car. Yes, you're having trouble at work, but thank God you have a job. Yes, you're having trouble paying your rent, but you're in a home. You know what I'm saying? If you have the perspective of gratitude behind anything, life just gets easier, okay? It just gets easier. And you begin to see the goodness of God in every situation. And because of that, you're able to continue to make your specific requests known to him. So 
all my anxious girlies who are trying to get closer to God, you should have the best prayer life in the building, okay? Because according to Philippians 4, 6 and 7, every time you get anxious, you should be going to him in prayer with thanksgiving. This is how I began to grow because I have an anxiety disorder. Had, okay, I'm not claiming it. An anxiety disorder. And constantly I will be crippled by fear. Constantly. I'm always worried about everything. And if I had actually put into practice the word where it says, do not be anxious for anything, but instead in prayer and petition with thanksgiving, make my request known to God. So if you're going home and you're laying down and you cannot sleep because you're worried about your kids or you're worried about your job or you're worried about money, you should be laying that head down. And I don't care if you got to cry. I don't care if you're mad at him. I don't care if you feel disappointed by him, but you are going to say, dear God, thank you for my job. Because we enter into his courts with thanksgiving and praise. So first of all, thank him for it. Second of all, God, I am worried. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to hold you. I'm concerned about this rent getting paid. Okay. I'm concerned about how things are going at my job. I don't know what you're trying to show me, but I pray that you show me. These are the prayers you need to start praying. This is me. Okay. I'm just giving y'all my personal prayers. Okay. Lord, I don't know what you're about to do tomorrow about this thing, but please just Help me to rest in your peace. Help me to trust you. Help me to rely on you. Help me to grow deeper in you. Help me to understand what's going on here. And even if I don't understand God, I will rest in what I know about you, that you are good, that you are holy, that you are mighty, that you can turn things around in a blink of an eye. You must remind yourself who God is in every moment, in every situation, in every circumstance. This is how you live a peaceful hopeful, joyful. What did he tell Joshua before he entered the promised land? Meditate on my word day and night. Do not let it depart from your lips. What was the promise he gave him attached to that? Let's look that up. You must begin confessing the word in your life. If you begin confessing because faith comes by hearing, your faith in him and in how he will resolve the situation will increase. This is why we have to start applying what the word says to our lives. This is why you lack hope. This is why you lack joy. This is why you lack peace. All the answers are there in the word. Okay, so in Joshua 1.8, when Joshua is ready to take on a venture to go into the promised land, to take the people into the promised land, it says, let's start from six. Be strong and confident and courageous for you will give this people as an inheritance, the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous. Be careful to do everything in accordance with the entire law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Like I just said, put the word into practice. The answers, it's an open book test. Life is an open book test. Do not turn right from it or to the left so that you may prosper and be successful. Wow. So because I begin to do these things, I can be prosperous and successful wherever I go. Woo. The book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall read and meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything in accordance with all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will be successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified or dismayed for the Lord that God is with you wherever you go. And my girls know this is my verse, okay? Because trekking and moving and advancing in the purpose that God ordains for your life is not for the weak, okay? It's not. And once you understand your need for God, this also becomes easier. 
Once that pride gets juiced out of you, this becomes easier because all day long you're gonna be praying, sis. Pray continually, the Bible says. And this is the reason. You're losing hope, you don't have peace, you're living in chaos, fear, and worry, you're holding yourself back because one, you have not convinced yourself that you truly believe what God says. You're not convinced, be honest. There's unbelief there. It's either hard for you to believe that he has good things for you, that he forgives you fully when you confess your sin, that he has a hopeful future for you. It's hard for you to receive good things. And trauma does that to us. Trauma does that to us because what we have seen happen to us in our past, we think will repeat in our future. But if you change your mindset, this is what I teach my mentees and uh, in my group coaching, change your mindset because your mind constantly looks for things that prove it right. So if your expectation and you don't have hope, if your expectation is low and your hope is low, what are you looking forward to? You're preparing yourself for the worst. You're break, bracing yourself for something bad to happen. And when something remotely bad happens, you're like, look, I was right. But this is the renewing of the mind that must take place. He says, be anxious for nothing, but instead with thanksgiving and petition, make your request known to God. So that means every time I'm anxious, instead of wallowing in self-pity and expecting the worst and panicking, I'ma thank God for what I do got, one. And I'ma give it to him, period. Let me talk about the middle ground girlies. You like, Mick, I do take everything to him. Yeah, but you got a plan B. You got it figured out already. You still gonna go and overthink you still gonna go and try to solve it the way you wanna solve it. You're not gonna wait on him to give you an answer. You're still gonna go and do what you wanna do. Okay, I'm talking to you too. I'm not talking to just the girls who don't pray, okay? I'm talking to the girlies who do pray, but you've still got it. Cause you don't fully trust that you're gonna fully give it to him. You don't fully trust that he's gonna give you an answer. The Bible says, wait on the Lord. Those who wait on the Lord will renew their strength. They will ride up on wings with the eagles that soar. Wait on the Lord. When you learn to wait and be still, and in this culture, it's hard to do that because everybody's go, 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 everybody's do, do, do. We think that the more we do, the better it'll be, and that's just not true. As a Christian woman, you are called to be still and know that he is God. You are called to stillness. And you are so on the go, so on the move, you can't even hear what he's trying to tell you. All you hear is what you tell you. And that's what I'm trying to get you to break is what story are you telling yourself? What expectations do you have in place? What is your hope looking like? I don't know if y'all love SJR like I do, but they, her and her mom do a series called Hey You, and it's always about hope, at least this year has been. And her recent one, I haven't watched it, but I strongly recommend you go watch it because I saw the title and it was about hope. So what I want for you all is to begin to see that God is telling the truth when he says that he has plans for you to prosper you, to give you a future. And I hope, I know you hear me, but do you believe me? Find the unbelief in that. Because if we begin to lose hope, because we let every little thing that happens to us shake up our faith, shake up our mind, cause us to worry and fear, we'll never be able to have a grip on peace or hope. We'll never be able to have a fulfilled life because what is life? What is a hundred million dollars? What is big houses and cars with no peace? What is a husband 
with no peace. What is the thing you're praying for? Without peace. Let God do that inner work in you. And your way to him is to learn more about him. Because I'm telling you right now, when anything bad happens to me, I've been through a lot in my life. You would not even believe me. I told y'all half the stuff I have been through in my life. And I think that's why I have to rely on God to even keep me sane. He is the only thing that's kept me sane in this life. Okay. (laughs) But just knowing who he is keeps me still, even when I hear bad news. I'm not saying I'm not shaken up. But the first thing I'm not going to do is doubt that he is who he says he is. So sis, here's some practical things to do. When you're anxious, worried, when you feel like you don't have anything good coming to you, when you catch yourself, you got to be more self-aware, first of all. You got to be self-aware that whenever you find yourself spiraling or expecting the worst, you got to catch yourself doing it. And once you start to do that and catching yourself in the process, begin to remind yourself who God is. Well, God doesn't withhold good things from us. That's in the word, period. Google it. I don't know what the verse is, but it's a good verse. And I say it to myself all the time. God doesn't withhold good things from us. He just doesn't. God is good. God loves us. God has a future and a hope planned for us. He delights in us. Before he formed us in the womb, he knew us. He created us for good works. He can bless us exceedingly and abundantly beyond what we can ask or think. Rejoice in trials. Sis, you have to arm yourself with the word. The Bible is your sword. And confessing it, even when you don't believe it, will increase your faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Please, if you want to start hoping and having more joy and living a more fulfilled life, remember all those things you're praying for that are materialistic, that's great. But none of that is anything without peace, joy, fulfillment, or hope. None of it. If you don't have inner peace, if you are not letting God refine your character, if you're not letting God draw you closer to him, if you're not letting God become the Lord of your life, you're not surrendering to him. If you're not giving up the things that no longer serve you, you're going to live in chaos and fear and anxiety and confusion. Once you rest in who God is, rest in the peace that he's given us, life is fuller no matter what's going on because he becomes your rock in your weakness. He is made strong. Therefore, I will boast in my weakness. And the more you do that, the more you find strength, the more he can show up. You have to create space for God. Have a lot of anxiety or worry right now? Create space for God. What does it say when you're anxious? What does the Bible say when you're anxious? To give it to him in petition and thanksgiving. Be grateful for what you do have. Ask him what he's trying to teach you. Ask him what he's trying to show you. He's good. God is always good. And in the moment, it may not seem good. You may be confused. You may not understand why things are happening to you, but he is good. And he has proven himself good to me time and time again. In the moment, it didn't seem so good, but he has proven himself good to me time and time again. He has given me grace and mercy when I have not deserved it. He has just been good. He has blessed me exceedingly and abundantly. He has always given me more than I've asked or thought or entered into my heart. He has proven himself faithful. I had an anxiety disorder. I couldn't make it through the day without 
medicating in whatever way I saw fit that day. I was tormented in my mind. My body was always tense and tight and I was always fearful and scared and worried. So I was always looking for the next best thing. Everything but God. But once I began to apply the word to my life, once I began trusting him to be who he said he was, that he loved me the way he said he did, peace. Because nothing is anything without peace. So fix your prayers. Start letting God give you peace because in that peace, you can live from a whole place. And from a whole place, you can expect well of him. You can begin to develop hope again because you know who God is. You know he's good. You know he's faithful. You know he is true to his word. Just know that you know. This was not in my notes. This is not what I wanted to talk about. So somebody needed it. Thank God. Praise God. Reach out to me. Message me on Instagram. Because child, this was not what I wanted to talk about today. Happy, almost crying and everything. Girl, please talk to me on Instagram, guys. Most of the time I come on here and I told y'all a couple times that I've done that. I'll just come on and just kind of freestyle. Today I had a plan and it did not go according to plan. So I hope that you got some value out of today's podcast. But yes. I want you guys to live fuller lives. In order to do that, you have to rest in God and know who he is and believe him when he says he has plans for you. Don't let your heart get sick from losing hope. Don't. Because good is coming. Because your God is good. He is. He is. He is. Please believe me. He is good. He is good and mighty and worthy to be praised. Okay. Where my kind of costumes at? <laughs> Um, okay, y'all, don't forget, your girl is implementing some heavy changes starting January 1st. So if you are interested in joining our community, you must be a member and able to participate in our meetups, our community hangouts. If you're a girly who battles with self-isolation, if you're a girly who wants more accountability and support and resources to help her become the best version of herself, become a member. Check out our membership options and see which one works best for you. If you have any questions, reach out to your girl. I got you. Don't forget, our Sister Circle Mentorship is a group mentorship program we just developed. It will start the week of January 17th. We look forward to seeing you. It'll be 11 weeks of gaining genuine connections, learning more about God, applying the word to your life and growing in every way together as a group effort. So apply for our sister circle mentorship. It's time, sis. It's time you get in community. It's time you get serious about you. It's time you gain genuine connections with women who think like you. I know you got other friends, girl, and that's great, but it's time to do something that pours into you. Okay, it's time to do something so you can live a, a more fulfilled life. So you can commit to 11 weeks. It's serious too, y'all. There's homework and everything, okay? Commit to 11 weeks of getting serious about you and your relationship with God and where he's taken you in this life. And watch what changes. Watch how your life changes when you get serious and commit to things, when you throw your whole self into things, when you stop that start-stop cycle and start applying yourself because there's so much in you sis and god created us for community and connection and if you let the enemy keep you from connecting and networking and delving into resources 
then he's got you. Don't let him win. Mm-mm. And you get out of your own way too. It's not always him. Sometimes it's us convincing ourselves we can do it on our own. That is pride, okay? But the resources exist if you need them, if it sounds like something that is for you, if it sounds like a journey you're ready to go on. You know I don't play about nothing, okay? So if you're ready to get serious, we're here for you. So fill out the application. The link will be in the bio for you. And also check out our membership options if you'd like to become a member. Okay, now I'm going to pray us out. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for my sister. I thank you for her continued faith in you. I thank you that you're strengthening her and guiding her through this podcast and through whatever other resources she delves into, Lord. May she always have a word, a seed planted in her. May she always be fertile ground. May she always hear and listen and may she always apply the wisdom you impart to her through other people. May she grow confident in her relationship with you. May her faith grow stronger than ever this very week. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Sis, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy the pod. Remember to reach out to your girl, okay? Would love to hear from you. And I will see you next week, okay? Love you, bye.